essentially you've got to appeal to everybody at the moment in the in the best light. The Fresh Lawrence girls were a really good example of this yep. as well. Yep. It's literally look really good and people will come. Look mediocre and are you willing to pay that extra $100,000 that is kind of what the asking price is now or mm. seeming to be? Going one, going twice, All right, guys, welcome back to The Property Pod, your weekly engagement into real estate here in the Hobart Marketplace. I'm your host, Aaron Horn, and it brings me great pleasure to say I've got the band back together. I've got all team members sitting at the desk back from his holidays and, as you may guess from the way he's going to introduce himself, back from late night radio announcements, oh, Johnny yeah. McGregor. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's good to have you back, J-Mac. Yeah. No, it's nice to be back. Well, it's been two weeks because – or three weeks, I suppose, because we had um, Susie, Laura, then the, the fresh guys. Um, and we had Sam and your dad in there as well. Yeah, yeah. look, so it's been yeah, a while yeah. between the original lineup. It's kind Four of weeks. like, you know, yeah, when yeah. they put a new singer into a band and like when In Excess got uh, the JD Fortunes or the John Stevens and put them in and said, yeah, no, we're, we're still in excess, we promise. Like, we're the real deal. No, 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 no. That makes sense. And we're, have like that guy – I mean, in excess, was that the first band too that actually sit there and did a? We're going to, re, um, you know, do a, a, a public. Are they like a reality show? Reality oh, look, show there probably would have been other public searches for um, people to front their band, but yes, that was probably the the yeah. most two thousands version of let's find a new singer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <It> didn't work. <laughs> well, I just look. Just why don't they just find someone that just you know a female singer or something? You know, like don't try and f- find a replacement for Michael Hutchins because it ain't going to happen. So why don't you just completely pivot? I think they decided they found somebody. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> yeah. Look, so oh, look, yeah. it's it's been amazing. It's it the show. Who's <laughs> <laughs> <was> the best? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we didn't have a competition on here to have new hosts or anything, but it's been really, really interesting having kind of a rotating seat yeah. and having a, a yeah. bit of a change up across things. Pat did an amazing job at hosting last week in, yeah. look, we won't call them difficult situations. We'll just call them there was uh, a lot of energy in the room and Pat did an amazing job at uh, steering the ship. Thanks. <laughs> I take the credit. <laughs> no, so we had the Fresh Launch ladies on last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was... I've forgotten their names. It's fallen out of my head. Reese and Liv, mm. they came in and they did an amazing job uh, chatting with Pat and Suze. And then prior to that, we've had Laura and Suze both joining us on the pod. And then yep. you uh, had the special episode with your dad and Sam. Sam. So it's just been and then Sam before that. So yeah. it's been ages since it's been the three of us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Talking about nothing interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so so far we've covered off on things we've done in the past and in excess and whether you should um, try and bring a new front man yeah. in. <laughs> Basically, so thank the, you for listening to this property. Yeah, welcome uh, to the property part. <laughs> You're listening to the property part. <laughs> Maybe we should rebrand as like Seinfeld, a show yeah, about yeah, nothing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so I was just saying before, this is episode 97. I can't believe we've yeah, done yeah, this so good. 97 times. <clears throat> um, and I've, I've gone back and listened to some of the annals again just to kind of try and put something together for big episode 100. Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah, we were horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and we were so excited just to get to episode seven because that's what we heard was like, you're a real podcast if you make it to number seven. Yeah. And now we're at 97. Yeah. Boom. So three to go, maybe. Oh, but in the end, it's, it's, look, it, I love that line from um, the show Adventure Time. And my brother put me onto this actually because Adventure Time's got Jake the dog and it's a, like the – It's the cartoon. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but he goes um, sucking at somethings. The first step at getting kind of good at something. 
Sucking at something. Okay, yeah, yeah. You've got to suck at something before you can. You got to do your ten thousand hours kind yep. of thing to. Yeah, all right, I'll play that. Yeah, but I like too. He's not. It's, it's got. There's no ten thousand hours to get to mastery. No, no, no. He's just like you got to suck at it to get sort of good at it. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say we're yeah. sort of good yeah, at it yeah, now. Where with the thing is, but you're doing it. Yeah, you know? I love that. We're, we've still got our hat in the ring, and we're going for it. Yeah, so. and, and well, that's, we've got a rule in our in my band room. It's called sixty percent. If you can get the song to sixty percent, it goes in the playlist. And how we, the reason why that come about was you get so many people that uh, like oh but I'm not I'm not that good. It's like doesn't matter. Just pick up the. Well, that's, I end up buying a triangle as well because because <laughs> you did. because everyone goes oh I could play the triangle. Well, good news. It's <laughs> it's like a Saturday Night Live skit yeah. with um, Will Ferrell with more cowbell, yeah, more cowbell. And I got one of those too. <laughs> the whole point is it because everyone gets to be involved, and if we get the songs to sixty percent, it goes on the planet. Imagine John's <laughs> music room; he's got like fifty people in his band, and sort of forty-five say, of them yeah. are playing a cowbell or a triangle. Oh, it's so true. Like John would be too. Or those that, clacking that, sticks. No, I've, got, I've got the egg shakers. <laughs> oh, the clackers, the maracas. Yeah, yeah, the maracas. I've got to get those. It's just John's inclusive band, like yeah. no. Nobody is, nobody's no, refused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and they tried to. It was like, good news. <laughs> I could play the clackers. Good news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Jesus. laughs> All right. So maybe it was better back when we were having rotating yeah, yeah, seats rotation. and we were talking real estate. We do need to jump into something here today. And look, it, it's one of those things where I know very little about this. This was an REIA report that came out. I thought we'd jump into some of the stats. Basically, it breaks down the June quarter of 2021. Yeah. There was yeah. something in there called weighted average. I don't know what that is, so you guys are going to have to hit me with uh, what that means. I think if, if I was to do just a quick thought, is it? I think it reflects what everyone's experienced. So, and the three months in Tasmania hasn't been enough really to um, get a sense of it. But when you go back over the twelve months, um, it really starts to get perspective because you've had that was it twenty percent, twenty six, twenty eight percent growth. Um, over 12 months, which is just unbelievable because, you know, we've, we've had this, you know, curve ever since 2017, realistically, that's just continued to um, push in a, a positive price direction. Um, and, you know, obviously anyone who's buying at the moment, and we're, I was just thinking, sitting there last night with um, our offsider, Aaron Murray, with um, clients of ours, at, you know, 6.30, looking to make an offer on one of the properties we have listed here. Yep. And it was the same thing, you know, like the... People don't even balk about, oh, I need to offer 100 grand above asking at the moment. Like it's not, it just rolls off people's tongue. Mm. Um, like just the, the, the expectation change of the buyers um, of, of the, you know, what is happening um, is unbelievable. Well, it says here that the weighted average for the capital cities around the country is 4.4%. So weighted average must be looking at every single capital city and then averaging the lot of them out together. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And so then I guess, you know, commenting on the fact that Australia-wide, um, it, you know, it is shifting. So one, another one of our clients, um, he'll be selling his property in Claremont soon. He's moving to Cairns. Um, and when we were first having this conversation with him nearly maybe six months ago, um, the... What was happening where who's buying had not experienced what Tasmania is experiencing now, um, but now he's going to be moving into it. He's even noticed the like the shift in um, cans is starting to move as well. Another client who moved from West Moona, she had the same thing. She moved to uh, Queensland again. The the suburb escaped me, but it was a regional town. Yep. Um, and when she was looking there, probably six months before she put her house in the market here, um, it was still nothing silent. But mm. then when she um, sold here, then moved. To where she is now, um, all of a sudden that that suburb had caught up. 
So well, I don't think anyone's going to argue that Hobart hasn't been outperforming the rest of the country. Yeah. Like this report goes in to say that even though the average for the entire country is sitting at 4.4%, Hobart itself over the last quarter is 8.2% growth. So we double the, the weighted average, which is just crazy. Yeah. So, Pat, even like I've got here that it's saying that in in the June quarter, the median house price in Hobart increased to 675000 Like if you thought about that a few years ago, it would be unfathomable to unfathomable to say that that's kind of what the Hobart marketplace would be sitting at. Well, yeah. we've got properties that we've sold last last week um, in Rosetta hitting, you know, 800000 Yeah. There's other examples that places in the northern suburbs are over a million now. It's just amazing what's been achieved. Yeah, so mm. like, yeah, to put that into context of what's happening at the moment, the open home that um, Suze and Laura were running on the weekend was pretty close to your place. You went up and had a visit, had a look around and... Had what, to give him a free coffee and cookie, so... Yeah, well, yeah, shout out to exactly. Diamond Wilford for that one. But it, you said it almost felt like a nightclub or something. Yeah. The, the, the vibe standing outside, lining up to kind of get in, it was... Yeah, so the amount of, like, there was that many people there and, like, just COVID control that the girls were working through because of the volume of people coming through was just amazing. Yeah. And, look, Dom helps really well there because he's able to keep the crowd happy while they wait their turn. But, yeah, yeah. yeah it was just an amazing amount of people that were coming through the property and it just shows how many are out there trying to buy at the moment. Oh, look, and when you're dealing with 100 plus people walking through a house, like, it's... Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah, so again, they'd had a open home in East Baghdad um, that was kind of, you know, out of the general city limits. They'd mm. been out to that. That had a really good showing as well. Um, they said it was, I think it said it was six degrees when they were there, but it had the mi- the feel of minus two. Yeah. Um, yeah. And they still had a bunch of people coming through that, which is, you know, that's, again, people looking at something that's pr- priced quite high in a place that's kind of, yeah, out of the city. But... There's Doesn't still matter. this many people that are still out there looking and being like, yeah, this is an opportunity that I might jump on. And then, yeah, you've got Dooley's Avenue, which they were at, which kind of just went gangbusters. There was yeah. kind of people everywhere. Mm. One thing that I do find interesting is that um, even in a like in a highly in a strong seller's market like this one, pricing still really matters. So we had, um, with those examples, another one that we had, you know, at Dowsing Point, which was, you know, highly successful – we did have another one recently in Derwent Park where we positioned that it offers over five seventy five because the most recent sale in that street was like five ninety eight or something, which is an exception is well above the 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 weighted the average. Yep. Yeah. Oh, the weighted average. average. Nice. Nice. Which nice callback there, J Mac. Um, bow. Um, set up and deliver. That's how you write a good script. Okay. Until he does that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I couldn't, I, I had to, you know, have to take myself back off the pedestal again. Anyway, the so what was interesting about that, that we did find a buyer for uh, 600. However, we only had about five people at the open home. So the what, what we found interesting on that is that even, yeah, even in a highly, in a hot market, um, pricing still matters across different suburbs because different price points have, you know, different volumes of people. Do you think presentation starting to play a role in that as well? Like if you look at the couple of places that had off the chart people through it, like yeah. they will present it really well. Like Without they look question. stunning. So Without question. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Dowsing Point, uh, Dooley's, um, I know the one that the girls have got this weekend in Phillip Avenue, that's going to go off and they all have yeah. a similar style to them? Yeah, well, look, I was talking with Sam, all right, just um, the other day we were working on a small little video talking about, like, how important first impressions are yeah. and just kind of the analogy we used was it's kind of like Tinder out there or one of the dating apps on your phone mm. where you literally – people are jumping on them. Well, what's the – what's Home Loop, the one that we're oh, uh, yeah, the, in the beta at the moment is essentially an app that 
is a 414 app that you can download and look at properties and swipe whether you like them swipe or dislike Swipe left, right, swipe right, baby. So exactly. So the, what we were saying was that um, or what Sam was saying was that, yeah, essentially you've got to appeal to everybody at the moment in the in the best light. The Fresh Lawrence girls were a really good example of this yep. as well. Yep. It's literally look really good and people will come, look mediocre and are you willing to pay that extra $100,000 that is kind of what the asking price is now or mm. seeming to be. So I've got a really good um, uh, story for that one then. So Hit us. The couple from um, Dowsing Point said something really interesting which stuck in my mind, which was they bought time. So what they meant by that was they've got a – they had another house already that, that is in the throes of renovations, and I can appreciate that. I'm renovating my place. I'm living with a mate who's renovating his house. Absolute chaos in my life at the minute whenever I, whenever I go home. Well, just before we started recording, you were talking about the emails that you're reminding yourself to. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, hats off to Amelia. So she's been a godsend, and as well as you guys have, um, for me to actually have a proper break because, you know, I went gangster and got a new um, uh, number. We did mention the burner yeah. phone last week. Yes, that did come up, but, 0409. But I just realised uh, Amelia reminded me that I haven't um, taken off my because she's getting all every email that I get. So also that means all the little reminders that I send myself. So she just so also like last night I, it was just because I have to go to my parents' house to wash my clothes like it's chaos. Um, <laughs> but because I sent an email last night saying wash sheets, um, remind you know, and then uh, reach out to my brothers again for the birthday gift to say thanks. And uh, Amelia just goes, yeah, John, make sure you wash your sheets today. <laughs> <laughs> and remember to take off your emails. Well, well, I think it's going to be a windy. Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say it's going to be a windy day, so <laughs> your sheets will dry, so you'll be fine. <laughs> you seem to pivot, though. You were talking about buying oh, time. <laughs> and then you just left that well, story. Well, he, was, well, he was buying time so that his brain could think about yeah, what yeah, he was yeah, actually yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, it probably works well in that sense. So, again, you know, when um, – They were renovating, buying time. Yeah, so the – what happened was is that that's the – when I, I used to say, well, look, you know, people will pay a premium for a finished product. But what are they really buying? Well, in their case, they're buying time. So they said, well, look, we didn't mind because now they get to start a life together and they get to live in a house and they just enjoy it, you know. So then they can go back and do all their projects and stuff like that. But when they go home, they're together. And so that meant that there's no arguments about renovating. There's no, you know, let's just sit down and watch a movie. But I, I just thought it was so interesting, you know. And I, I really, um, that's the value that people can place on a finished product. They're buying something that they can't ever replace. Something I was really proud of when obviously coming back from holidays, for me it's about getting perspective as well. So it's about, uh, there was a huge, so many things I had that was grateful for this business with you guys is what you enabled me to relax, you know. Um, one of the things too is that for all my failings, I think one thing we might have done well for our new rookie, Aaron, is it's how to negotiate, you know. so um, Yeah, he's it, been a negotiating beast in, while you're away. Yeah, because in our process, ultimately, we probably double our working hours where we could probably just seal the deal. But I, I think that's one thing I'm really proud of this business is that um, we do the work that actually represents our clients well. Yep. Um, and... So with that, um, there was one, one thing that uh, – one of our old sign guy, he's retired now. He said one thing about our old business is that um, every single one of our signboards always used to – when you pick it up, always used to have a sold sticker. Um, whereas – and this, this was in tough markets, you know. So normally he'd go up and then he'd take the sign down. He'd go up and take the sign down. He said our business always had a sold sticker when, um, you know, when it came time for him to come back. Yeah. Um, and so when I, when I thought that through, it really was a reflection of the process. So we can't always get what we want all the time when it comes to, you know, presenting the home, et cetera. But even in tough markets, it matters. And, you know, it's always – so we've, we've, we've taken that discipline 
of working exceptionally hard through the hard markets to working exceptionally hard in the good markets. And so that's what's really made, really making the next level of difference again. Yeah, so you're saying you're not resting on your laurels when it comes to a busy time like now where people are throwing massive numbers at just you literally put a cardboard box online and you can get 100,000 for it. Exactly. You're saying all the hard work that you put in and then also the hard work that you've put in to young Aaron Murray um, is all kind of coming into fruition and you've had two weeks away, you've stepped away and had one full time at Falmouth, you've come back and be like, man, like my little um, caterpillar has blossomed into a beautiful butterfly just yeah. making deals. He loved it. And he loves, he lo- you know, loves loves the environment. Really, I think it's a real reflection too is that all of a sudden he was able to, you know, get a lot more stuff on his shoulders and he, he shined, you know, which is uh, which is really exciting. Really I heard exciting. I heard a rumour that you came in and were trying to um, fix up all of his little contracts while that had already been delivered to the people but you came in and were... Oh yeah, well we're, I thought we're well, stepping was, all over his hard work. No, well it was, it, was, it was the same process we did to help stay organised. <laughs> thought I got there I was like, ah, oh, I can't be bothered dealing with my own stuff right now. <laughs> I'll, I'll 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 fill out some forms. It's completely uh, unnecessary. <laughs> I just heard a little rumour that you were just tinkering away at a few things that might have already been tinkered away and put oh, into the yeah into yeah. the other. Well, admittedly too, they're just our cover pages, so they weren't necessary. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, it's good to get back to work. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, but, I, I mean, I've, I've really enjoyed my time away. And I think, um, you know, getting, getting that perspective is, uh, was so important for me when it comes to that time, you know. And one thing that I've really enjoyed about this business that it's been really exciting as well, having that reflection on the responsibilities you guys take that I don't have to worry about anymore by being part of a bigger team, um, allows us to do really good work. Yep. And... Um, when I think about those, I suppose to bring it back to a very practical level where in these markets, okay, we're reflecting back on these stats where everything increases, 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 increases. Great. But we're just, you know, obviously we're just mediators of a, the market wherever we're in. Um, but I think one thing I'm really proud of this business though is that we seem to show that doesn't matter what the market is, it's always producing great results for the clients at the end of the day. And we had this morning with, um, uh, I was chatting with our one of the apprentice builders actually at um, a house. And is this at your place? Uh, my friend's house. Yeah. So they just installed a new kitchen, and one of the things that they were like, there was a couple of little things where, you know, they, they they double supported a couple of little single frames on the kitchen bench, a few little bits. Um, but one thing we were chatting about was the idea about why you employ someone to begin with, is that you really want someone to defend you in an area that you know you know you're not strong in. And like you're going to war. Yeah. And so one of the things they Jesus. had – Jesus. <laughs> what I liked about that was that they um, they argued with the plumbers about saying that's not a good enough job because they needed like one of their 1,100 mil pipe and they put a 700 mil – I don't know. I don't know what they were talking about. But the point was is that they were going, they were prepared to have that hard conversation and say, hey, you are not doing a good enough job, fix it. Yeah. Um, so it was that element that they were defending um, – well, my friend in that case – to say, well, look um, – you need to um, up your game because it reflects on all of us. Um, and I love that moment because even in, you know, reflecting on Thomas' experiences that, like I said with, you know, I suppose in, when we're training someone, I've got my failings and that's why I'm lucky being part of a bigger team. Aaron learning his skill, he can learn from the best of the best in all different ways. Yep. Um, when Tommy moves into his um, full, um, you know, once he gets qualified, I think in only three months, he can sit there and take all the best elements of all the people he's learned from and go and add that extra little bit of support. Yeah, yeah, he's building up that um, that little network in his in his corner, like you always say. And I guess the yeah. other analogy is that could be used is that you're only as strong as the weakest link in your chain. So one hundred percent, you've kind of as long as everybody else is supporting each other and bringing the team together, 
and we and we everything called, will be okay. We called it the Friday night special because there was a little clip that went that sat above the line of the bench, and so the the stone is going to come on top of it, and it's going to it won't sit properly. Yep. And because what happened was, is obviously one of the guys at the end of the day on Friday night went ah that'll do. Close enough is near enough. And the thing is that, that we can never let that falter. You know, because that's and that element of always being, um, and that's for me. I needed that rest because I knew that I was going to get to that point where I probably turned to a Friday night special. But but now I'm confused because sixty percent was good enough at the start of the that's show, John. Oh, <laughs> we're saying now there's a callback and a half. Now <laughs> my music room is different because <laughs> I can't play any of the music. That poor guy was probably a maraca guy. Yeah. <laughs> he just wanted to be involved. <laughs> That's good, Pat. That's good. I think, so, I think we've got to end there. We, oh, yeah. That's like a drop the mic moment. <laughs> we can't go any further no, than it's, that. It's funny because it's true. So, point is, don't listen, don't, don't listen to my music. <laughs> but trust my real estate skills. Yeah. Well, ours. I cover, I cover, I do cover sheets when I don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, it's awesome having uh, us back in the room. I knew that it'd be quite a giggle. Thank you, Nino, for putting together all the notes, which I think we covered off for maybe two, two and a half points. minutes <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the um, show, but we do really appreciate everything you do. Mm. We really appreciate our listeners. I can't believe we've got to 97. Nice We're so that. close to 100. I'm looking forward to that letter from the Queen to say congratulations on reaching the century. I'll, I'm, I'm sure she's I'm drafting it at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, yeah, no, I appreciate having you guys back. It's been really good. And continue to listen to the Property Pod and support 414 Property Co. Mm. Thanks, guys. Cheers. No problem. We'll see you next week. Uru. You have been listening to The Property Pod, recorded and edited by 414 Media House in conjunction with 414 Property Co. This podcast is general information only and the thoughts and views expressed is the opinion of our panel and listeners should always seek then use their own investigation into any topic we discuss to ensure they fully understand their own situation. It does not constitute and should not be relied on as purchasing, selling, financial or investment advice or recommendations expressed or implied and it should not be used as an invitation to take up any agent or investment services. No investment decision or activity should be undertaken on the basis of this information without first seeking qualified and professional advice.